So the whole thing ends on a joke about the girl being a prissy bitch with no personality except her appearance. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) while you guys were jibber-jabbering, I watched the trailer for Little Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) I was studying the blade. (laughs) I'm just here to answer any questions you might have. Um, Please, please tell us. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Boy, Mr. Boy. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on chicago yeah, so, sun uh, times how is little bigfoot it looks pretty fun it looks like it looks like a it looks like a good a good 90s time uh we, every we one of these screen caps is the funniest screen cap in any movie we got Peyton and carolyn and uh they find uh they, they they find exactly what you'd expect he just runs across the street they just you know happen upon little bigfoot <laughs> this movie has a 26 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah, hey, wow. that's twenty six percent that you don't have. So, <laughs> that you know, hurts. maybe check yourself. <laughs> Rory, 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 the, uh, 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 Andy from Black Box City Weekly. <laughs> How hot was Little Bigfoot? Oh, he's a monster. He's a terrible little creature. <laughs> were there any? Were there any dogs in the movie? There's a dog in the movie. Ah, there is a dog in the movie. We're watching it for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesday, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And I'm Amalia. Amalia's here. Yay, Amalia's here. Amalia's joining us today uh, because Andy could not join us today. So uh, we've got Amalia in the studio. I may or may not have consumed him with my sharp, terrifying teeth. I, I don't like that at all. I also realized <laughs> when I introduced us, I said Saturday morning, Tuesday, as just like a single, you know, like a single sure. day. The, the, the moment, the moment in time that exists that is the Saturday one Tuesday. Tuesday. You ever had just a, a good single Saturday morning, Tuesday? <laughs> he uh, writhes in the belly of the beast, which is mine. <laughs> right, we have to get off. I'm, we have I'm to get still off worried this about the thing you're doing with Yeah, Andy. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you eat Andy and then go get eaten by a larger Amalia? No, he rides. No, the belly is mine that I'm talking. Oh, I'm the beast. God damn the it. The beast is Rory. me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, me, I'm the beast and I eat Andy. Did you say beef? No. <laughs> Man. I was uh, trying to look, do like a cool beast thing. Look, no matter oh, what is happening to Andy's beef, uh, we... we <laughs> Look, we have to address what we're doing today. We've got we, sure we got to come right out with it. Um, long ago, um, in a beautiful time when we were doing our cat no dog arc, we were doing our dog, dog arc. arc. We had you as a guest. We watched an episode of the show Biscuits, uh, which featured a character named Dogfoot, who was, <laughs> in fact, the size of a tiny, the size of a tiny dog. He was, but the well, Bigfoot... Yeah, he was like 10 inches tall. Yes, he was, in fact, a little Bigfoot. And yeah. we 
did some amount of sorcery on that day, speaking into existence a movie <laughs> named Little Bigfoot. Because we just assumed that movie would exist. I think that it was probably a 90s movie. Or maybe we were joking because surely it couldn't exist. Sure, sure. Well, I can't know for sure it hadn't entered, you know, you know, entered my brain at some point years ago uh, as some sort of daytime movie showing. You got incepted. It, it could have. But also sometimes, you know, there's this sort of punny mouthfeel to a movie name. You're just like, that's got to already be a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> little and big in the same sentence. And and I heard Little Bigfoot. We said it. One of us said it at some point, And I was like, I bet that's a thing. <laughs> and it totally was. <laughs> and it totally, totally was. was. <laughs> and now our Little Bigfoot chickens are coming home to roost. Here we uh, are, dear listeners. We're back. <laughs> We're back we said we're we were going to watch you it. all about the littlest Bigfoot. Yeah, we are. We, we in fact, have watched Little Bigfoot and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the movie Little Bigfoot. Can I um, offer up a possible, I don't know, uh, appetizer question before we talk about the film proper? I'd love mm -hmm. that. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot? Does anybody here? No. Anybody here about a Bigfoot, a Bigfoot truther? I don't think so. Well, I, I believe that there are creatures out there probably at the bottom of the ocean that we haven't seen yet. And they're probably really dope. But I, I don't think if there's a, like a single guy, you know, like just a guy. Just well, a it, it wouldn't be a guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind it of wouldn't be, one it, it wouldn't be based guy. off of off of Harry and the Andersons. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm kind of of the mind that, like, I don't know, I spend a lot of time in the woods, um, and I know a lot of other people do, too, and I feel like there'd be a whole lot more hard, like, evidence um, uh, of, sorry, there's a really loud cat purring on my lap, so this <laughs> is just going to be part of this episode. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I don't think so. I love the idea of, I think they exist like Santa. We're all we're all close. In I think I, that makes me that makes me everywhere. the most the most the most molder here, and it sounds like Austin might be the most Scully. I'm okay with that. What's your take on big? What's your hot big? What's my hot? It's not a hot take. I just think I think that we have plenty of of uh, comparable uh, ape populations, especially like say like deep in the Congo or whatever that. Sure. specifically and intentionally avoid human contact that it's not un it's not impossible like you know we've got a you lot just... of woods we've got a lot of woods in these in these here parts of the pacific okay Northwest. sorry are you talking about just the existence of like a big monkey a, somewhere a big foot, in the a big congo foot type no well it could be in the congo I, I i'm referring to like we know that there are apes that are like now nah, we're not about that life and just don't then they just move away whenever people are, yeah, that's you know, legit. That's close. legit. And you like, know. there are a lot of woods here, but like a lot of these woods are owned by Warehouser. You know, like a lot of these woods are accounted for out here. And I just feel like if there was a if there was a mammalian population that was like like if there was that big of a mammal that was in the wilderness sharing if habitat there was a, with a other animals skeleton. that we know about. Just a full eight foot skeleton somewhere in the woods. I feel like people would talk about it. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, That'd be dope. I would like I would like to give some space just in case we didn't drop it for the intro. Uh, I would like to give some space. Amalia and I made some predictions. 
about this movie before we watched it. And, you know, I think some of them are, some of them came true. Uh, (laughs) Some of them definitely didn't. And I think we were ascribing to maybe what a formula might follow if Mm -hmm. it was base level decent enough to follow a formula. (laughs) Okay, predictions? We're a little bit short. Andy, you don't have to use any of this. You you don't even have to listen to it. Yeah. Um, I think... I'm just guessing that a lot, a lot of hay is going to get made out of the parents not knowing about Little Bigfoot. Yeah, like, I think you're right. Dressing him up. Yeah, it's going to be. Do like, we dress him up as a as a girl toy or a boy? Toy? I think he's going to have to wear like a bucket hat. I see oh. him in a bucket hat and a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, it was 1997. Yeah, something like that. I mean, a bucket hat is going to come out. I yeah, think at some point in the movie, we're going to get <laughs> at least one bucket. Hat. Be, okay, that's a bingo square. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we know that we're going to probably meet him in a moment of fear, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that puppet's going to, that whoever actor is wearing mm-hmm. this puppet is going to just look terrifying the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I think. Unintentionally. I still say, I say, Alf meets Fern Gully meets E.T. Yeah. I expect to be very comfortable. These are very lived in tropes. You think that there's going to be something with, like, a forest community that needs to be saved? Or do you think it's this is purely about yes. just this little Bigfoot? Maybe he's lost his family. Maybe That's what I mean, because if he's lost his family... Is he, is he find his family? Yeah, find his family. Maybe he was orphaned. Hmm. Maybe he's a forgotten little Bigfoot. Maybe sure. he's the littlest Bigfoot. It'll be about found family, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And bucket hats. And bucket hats, yeah. <laughs> I think that's good, right? I think we got it. Yeah. Predictions over. I think, that all of that being said, I think we have to, I think we have to dive right in. We are going on a real family vacation. I'm going to start packing. It started as a simple family retreat. It's great, I just love it. City Slickers set out to find their summer paradise. Holy Toledo! But the wilderness is full of surprises. And they're about to uncover something. A little unusual. I saw one, a little one, a little Bigfoot. And a rifle to every man on my payroll. They're gonna get little Bigfoot and they're gonna kill him. We have to do something. Pete and I'm scared. I'll come back for you. I promise. These little heroes are in for the wildest adventure of their lives. All right, listeners, we watched we watched the 1997 direct-to-video family film Little Bigfoot. Uh, it was directed by Art Camacho. Ooh. Hey, who did yeah. uh, production design? Do you have that one? <laughs> I do not have production design. I, hey, I, uh, and have even the cast design? is not. Even the cast. The I, cast is not full on. Oh, they the, they, the they, cast they don't not chart full on Wikipedia. They're not burning up the IMDb charts for sure. <laughs> no, the production design I only mentioned because it was a man. I assume a man named Zeev Tankus. <laughs> <laughs> We laughed about it uncontrollably for like five minutes straight. We had to pause the movie. (laughs) 
Yeah, Z E E V T A N K U S. And we're off to the races. I have a short, uh, short plot synopsis for everybody. Oh, great! Oh my god, lay it on me. Okay, a boy, Peyton Shoemaker, and his little sister Maggie engage in an adventure to save a young Bigfoot, which, which I think should be who, because he has human, he has human emotions, right? uh, Which they name him Bilbo and his mother (laughs) from a logging company who is illegally hunting them down while on vacation with their older brother, Peter, their dog, Max, and their widowed mother. That is some pretty poor grammar. And yeah, I somebody stroke it out. out. <laughs> we, yeah. I, 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 now, can I have a high-level conversation with you guys to start this thing off? Because this is the most important part of the film. Okay. You can try. There is so much dog in this movie... And he is not important to no. any plot point. There are it, two it doesn't, dogs he, in this He doesn't movie. ever sniff out the Bigfoots. No. He, does, nope. he never saves the, the, the little girl from the mean loggers. He's, no, there's, there's just a, a dog in the movie. Like, why go a, through all that rigmarole? Dog and, there's a good guy dog and a bad guy dog. Um, like, the <laughs> kids have, like, a little, a little scrappy mutt, and then the bad guys have a big old Rottweiler, and neither of them are relevant in any way, but they're in look, no. I get it. Dogs are cute. You want to put a cute dog in your cute kids movie, but I feel like dog is kind of trumped by Little Bigfoot in terms of the, yes. you know, he fills like, the dog the inc- role. He feels the, he fills the dog role, exactly. Yes. Well, maybe, maybe it's a nod to the biscuits. Maybe. <laughs> they're humble <laughs> origins. It has to be. Right, of course. No, so uh, Amali and I watched this movie together. Um, <laughs> it was the greatest. It was fantastic. Um, and I remarked to her during the during the movie. I think that maybe because the little sister, who is very young, uh, she was hanging on Maggie. She was hanging on to the dog the entire movie. I have to assume that maybe they gave her the dog just so that she didn't. Like I don't know, wander aid. off the set <laughs> yeah. or something like so that she could just. Like, have something to do when she's in scenes and she could just hang on to the dog and she's just reacting to that because otherwise she's like, I don't know, playing with her hair or something. That's my assumption. Yeah, because there were. I don't even know if there's a plot line, like any any dialogue relating to the dog at all. Like, no, not really. Bizarre. There were a couple of scenes where, like, there were, like, uh, relatively intense things happening in the story and then max the dog was just like looking off camera just like smiling and wagging and just like having a great time <laughs> i mean they and kind of they kind of use quality. them as this thing that has to be stayed with and so they can't all just go chasing each other nonstop. it's like peter goes off he's like you guys stay with the dog and then peyton goes off and he's like you stay with the dog now maggie but like <laughs> Isn't that, i've never had a dog woefully but isn't that sort of the point of having a dog where it's like, let's bring the dog into the dangerous the woods. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's try, let's try to actually summarize this movie. Okay. Um, in slightly more coherent words. Yeah, than we want to go maybe like parts that you like had, the, you know, break this film up into three, four yeah, I mean, little I, I, chunks just, of just as like on. a high level, as a high level summary of everything. I just like basically. This movie covers um, a a evil logging company run by a man named Mr. Largo, who everybody says Lago, 
instead of Largo. And it, it is very funny because he is a logging guy, which is like, <laughs> I don't know, calling the, the candy maker Mr. Candy or something. It's like <laughs> Mr. Kando. Mr. Candio. Um, <laughs> um, and they they have land that they owned, that they own this land. And uh, they think they see a grizzly bear. And a well, cub first, on the there's land. a total there's a total beefcake logger who doesn't who's not down with cutting down with chopping down baby redwoods. Oh, we gotta yeah. we gotta talk about them. But wait, let's keep yeah, doing yeah. this tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because they think there's a grizzly bear on their property, they want to go kill it because otherwise it would be protected by the environment, and therefore it, they'd have to give up the land and all the money and stuff. And so basically, they are like a. Mad Max gang of roving war boys with guns and pickup trucks trying and to murder patches. everything in sight. And they're shooting uh, at children frequently. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, th- meanwhile, a just strolling around injured is an adult Bigfoot and her child Bigfoot, the titular little Bigfoot. <laughs> um, and they're kind of just tr- just existing. On this land, they don't really have a goal. Um, and the injury, I guess, isn't important either. Uh, but uh, then we have we have this terrible family, this garbage family, who's our family of protagonists. Their father is dead. The mom and is they stressed. Make painfully aware of her, like right <laughs> yes. away. He's yes. like, maybe as you know, since dead. your father is super dead, we are sad. <laughs> is more or less so, what the mom says. Yeah. So let's spend all summer on a road trip. We're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> um, let's do it. We're going to a cabin or something. Uh, they they road trip to the cabin. We'll talk about the road trip later. Um, <laughs> they they meet a hot policeman mm-hmm. um, who the movie wants you to think is is hot and great. Uh, the mom hits it off with him. The kids sort of then spend the movie wandering around private property interacting with little Bigfoot and then not getting shot at. And then the day resolves, I suppose with, with everything um, with the bad guy going to prison and little Bigfoot wanders off. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of it, right? I mean, there's, there's, there's it obviously really is other pretty stuff low stakes. We don't yeah, we don't kind of have all the beats. we don't have something at the end of the rainbow where we get we get uh we have to cross this logging company's land to get little Bigfoot and his mom uh to like, you know, protected lands. They yeah. just they just kind of walk off at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. And yeah, still injured. St- yeah, still, still injured. She's still somehow miraculously shot. healed. Yeah. Uh what we do have though is Five car chases. Yes. Five car chases. <laughs> now, this movie is punctuated by car chases at every new development of the plot. Uh, <laughs> I I think I want to give this movie its flowers first, since it's going to be a long, a long <laughs> ribbing from front to back for the most part. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. The, the very, the sloppy writing and sort of inconsistency and lack of adherence to to established uh, story beats, story, like, things we've learned about the characters and whatnot. This is a flower? No, it will be. Um, okay. It's pretty a backhanded, lot of, A okay. lot of the characters are kind of, like, 
surprisingly complex and interesting because of this, like because they're so different in these different scenes, you you're sort of forced to put together a a mosaic of of sure. characters that don't that are not they're not the um these sort of flat paint by numbers kids movie archetypes. Yeah, they are like two, all, they, all of them are like two archetypes people. fighting for control over a single <laughs> vessel. I, yeah. yeah, I guess. I think uh, that's maybe more generous than I would say. Well, and I, so and I then, feel like they're all pretty. Yes, cut but and I, dried. I, I'll, I'll give I'll give my examples in a bit. Uh, the other flower, um, is again kind of not really a flower. It's it's again a, a little bit of a backhanded compliment. Um. There's a lot of corny lines, and it seemed like the actors were a lot more in on the joke than than I was expecting. Like they kind of know they're being they're being corny. They're like real humans in the '90s saying dumb '90s shit, and they yeah, they're like saying cutesy shit that's like too much of a movie line, but it's a movie, and we're saying it. Like they, they all know they're laugh. in a direct they video all know movie. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. This. There's some charm to it. Like Peyton, Peyton, the character has a lot of lines that seem like joke lines that don't hit. And then we kind of get a little wink that he knows it's not. uh, That was kind of dumb. That it was kind of dumb and corny and he's just being a goofball. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I think I'm with you. There's a lot about this that is so it's so over the top, like Hollywood. Um, like, and like the casting, like you were talking about the like hottie beefcake cohort of loggers and stuff. Like they were, that was the Chippendales. Like they were, yeah. you know, like, and like this, like way too hot, uh, like rural veterinarian, <laughs> and, like uh-huh. way too cartoonish. I'm sorry, sort of, Amalia. Like, She's yeah. an environmentalist first and a veterinarian you're second. You're right. You're right. I'm <laughs> sorry. Which is a ludicrous thing to say. How would you? How could you possibly go to medical school and be like, well, it's, you know, it's you're right. It pays I the bills. She's, she's I also apparently her by by uh, uh, identifying her by her medical career. But we <laughs> but also don't I, know her age exactly. Yeah, like, yeah is she seventeen or twenty seven? Movie manipulating children. Yeah, is, she sure like a does. horny young boy. Who is definitely a minor who's established to be under the ward of his mother. Uh, this hot doctor is consistently like, like trying to get him alone. Yeah. It's, it's a problem. And treating it's it, a real and, and, and like, just like not acknowledging he's, he's a child. Like her being yeah. like, yo, you chicken, too chicken to come to the woods with me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> this is super inappropriate. But she's also yeah. like, she's in a weird, a weird she's, age where you can't tell she, if she's like, is she 17 or is she like move like Hollywood 17, right? Is she like 28 or something? Yeah. I mean, so, how I mean, much school do you have to go to to be a veterinarian? I don't she know. She could be 25 or 26. She went straight into it. Yeah. I mean, is that something that you can do out of undergrad? Is that appropriate? Is it appropriate to lure 17s into the woods? I think no. <laughs> No, no, I'm not, no, like it isn't, but I just, there was no indication of what her age is. I just wanted on the record that Amalia thinks everything the veterinarians did was cool and acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just, is she like, is she like a veterinarian, like a volunteer firefighter is, is a firefighter? Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
so there's a hot veterinarian and I like how Hollywood that is and then there's the like team of three sort of evil loggers that are all very cartoonish there's that there's the has an eye patch one and the needs mm-hmm. an eye patch one that was so confusing to me that was like are there two we do it two different eye things and I know and, and then the, the eye one patch with, guy with has serial no killer lines. glasses and it's yeah. not clear that he's not a major character because he's an obvious Snake Plissken type. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then Nick Clifton is the hot sheriff. Like, and he's like, he's Hollywood hot too. And I feel like there are so many things and like all of the cars getting air. And like, there were so many oh, yeah, things that were air. just so sort of like celebratory of like over the top ridiculous Hollywood stuff at that time. And I think you're right that they kind of get it. Like, it doesn't seem like anyone thinks that they're going to win their Oscar for this one. Well, it's funny because it feels like they might have had like a legit producer who worked on this, but Mm -hmm. none of the money to, to like make it into like a workable movie. Uh, but it feels like they scrapped it together because there's some there's some holes that don't make sense, like right. beyond had, beyond laziness. Right. But they had oh, like yeah. a, a puppet with animatronics like they yes. had like a, a functioning with gyroscopes and, you know, or with, with but servos. Like for example, and, to this point, they call him Bilbo and they don't have a naming scene for that. Then no. it begins to be interchangeable with Little Bigfoot. Again, no sort of naming scene for these for these catchy titles, these catchy names to show up. One of those, um, I was thinking, in the first, like, 15 minutes or something, they refer to environmentalists as weasels and also and greenies. Greenies. <laughs> greenies. The, um, the bad then, guys have some chewy lines. And then never lines. again. Yeah, oh, that for sure. And Largo, it's like, Largo has a few greats. I, but I feel like there was a little bit of trying to make fetch happen, like yeah. in the first bit yeah. that they just sort of like let it go. Which... My favorite line from this whole movie is when is when uh, the sheriff, um, the sheriff is uh, the, the 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 hot vet has been caught with the the hot boy in the in the woods by the loggers, <laughs> and they've brought them back to uh, Peyton's mom's house, the widow, where she's having hot dinner with the sheriff. That's the scene right. we're setting. Yes. Um, uh, so, so he, the loggers are going to persecute, prosecute uh, the the environmentalist veterinarian, uh, but are going to let the boy off with a warning because he's again completely a minor. Um, <laughs> uh, but then uh, Largo lobs this lobs this doozy at uh, at uh, the sheriff. He's like, you know, Nick. I always thought that sheriffs were supposed to be an impartial lot. Uh, except, of course, when they're trysting with the local women folk. Yes! <laughs> That's so good! Uh-huh. Oh my uh-huh. god. Uh-huh. Yeah. God, there's yeah. so much. How do we even... I feel like we haven't yeah. even started. Like, how do we yeah, even I break know. this no, down? We gotta, we gotta, like, start walking through this. I just... The last okay. thing I want to say is... Um, you know, when we made predictions about what, what this movie was going to be, you know, I talked a little bit about like believing that this might adhere to some kind of formula. Because <laughs> when you think about this, you really, I don't know. I mean, my brain goes to what a lot of these movies do that are, oh, okay, mom and dad can't know, or parents can't know, authority figures, you know, can't know about my secret best friend, little Bigfoot. And we got to, we got to hide him. We got to, uh, 
you know, cover him up. We got to take him to school. We, we got to whatever. All around. of these things. Got to get buried with our stuffed animals. Right. And then there's like the big, the big bad guy who knows about little Bigfoot and is like hunting him and wants his pelt or whatever, wants to put him, wants to do science on him or whatever. <laughs> and, and then they all sort of save the day. They team up with, with all the people they find out, right. About the secret. Right. And end of act two or whatever. And then act three, they all work together and save the day and they take whatever little Bigfoot into a sanctuary in the woods and heal his mom or whatever. That, right. that structure is the, you know, you see the first 30 minutes and think, okay, this is where this is going, obviously. That's a this known is... structure. That's a, right. that's our comfort right. zone. Right. And and I don't think this earns credit for not doing that. Um, <laughs> because none of it cohesive, you know, none of it coheres, right? None of it gels together because... Coalesces? I, yeah, none of it coalesces because I'm, I'm trying to take... <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm trying to piece together the, the threads they're setting up, right? And then tie them right. together the way that a bland, normal movie would. And uh, yeah, nothing nothing ends up happening like that. No, it's and even so, like, I don't know if this is a budgetary thing, but like, you know, even after we spend 30 minutes, uh, the whole first act waiting for our characters to meet titular little yeah. Bigfoot. yeah. And then he, they just sort of send him back to the woods again. And they, yeah. he, he doesn't have no screen time because we will cut back to the Bigfoots and what they're up to frequently enough. But like, it doesn't feel like E.T., right? Where there's, they are not the adopted family to this forest creature. No. Right. Well, he can't talk. No. So, so nothing. He just of, weeps uh, for nothing... the trees like the Lorax. He really <laughs> yes. can't even, he really doesn't even communicate. Like, no, he can't emote. Like, he grunts and like makes a lot of mouth sounds and stuff. And but he blinks as far constantly. As, like, but as far as actually communicating with them, like these kids and this creature have absolutely no like connection at all. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, by 38 minutes and 51 seconds, they finally actually counting? meet Little Bigfoot. That was the first time. <laughs> yeah, the first time the kids see Little Bigfoot. And then he runs off and they get kidnapped again and et cetera, et cetera. We'll get there. But, you know, the fact that, like, so much of this movie is wasted time is just scenes that happen where nothing materially has changed in it or no plot has been advanced or another car chase happens that doesn't really change the outcome of the movie um, is baffling. So there, there's about three movies here kind of, comp there's, there's the one that was sort of edited into being the forefront, the, the, the kids and little Bigfoot, the one that feels like the most true to whatever this was supposed to be. But there's right. two other movies that seem like they're really competing for the, for the big spot. Okay. Uh, so we've got we've got whatever Peter's up to, right? Like his his the older having brother, like, right? Having a horny teen summer. So um, he he wants to have his horny teen his, summer. Wearing his cross necklace that's a little too tight. Then they also do <laughs> yeah. the sort of like Stranger Things thing where the older teens go off on more dangerous adventures while the kids do kid adventures. Uh -huh. Yeah, he does an entirely unseen adult adventure, getting this camera to the sheriff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's and a camera with, uh, with incriminating footage on it that he has to and take. And he's to illegally the detained for three hours. <laughs> then that too. Um, then the other film 
sort of similar in that 80s vein is whatever's going on with Largo's son. Yes, who, Vincent. Yes, who we Vincent. see at the beginning is being a total 80s, you know, other side of the other side of the lake knob. Yes. Yes. Uh, he, he, he came beats, over from He beats Vassar. his girlfriend at tennis, who we never see again. I right. don't think after the no, opening, no, after the first couple scenes, she's yeah. gone. She's gone. Um, there's a line. It's just a line, but he goes back in to check in with his dad, and and him and his dad are are completely evil together. And, and he's like, "Did you win? And, and or how'd the game go?" And he says, "I won." Which, I mean, you're playing tennis with your girlfriend. It shouldn't be that important. But it, <laughs> it's won? odd to me that his dad cares and that he's bragging about beating his girlfriend at tennis when they clearly have a tennis court in their house. Like, it shouldn't be that much of a <laughs> an accomplishment to, to, you know, beat somebody who doesn't. Um, but then here's the weird twist, which, again, does not develop. Uh, no. He's also in love with the veterinarian. He cannot hunt because of his, you know, supposed love. For, he's He's learning to love. He's kind of a... The Grinch at at the end of the the Grinch book. Yeah, um, he's like softening and like can't he's find it in his heart to kill an animal. Yeah, and and like he's only a true monster around his dad. And that was where I, that's one of the first parts where I was like, this movie's not trying to be complex, but it kind of is. Yeah. There's, now the yeah. amount of time we've just spent talking about Vincent is more time than he's been. He's not developed at all. But, but these, then also these he has e- a big payoff at the end where his he dad does get literally to... says, "This is your big moment." Yeah. <laughs> but like these two very different sides of him are what I was talking about. When it's like there are two archetypes basically fighting for control inside one single vessel. And while it was not scripted and it does not pay off really. It was kind of interesting to watch how how this one character has to play two characters. One actor has to play two characters. There yeah, is a no, much I, better I movie happening mean. off camera while the car chases are happening. Sure, yeah, sort of Hearts of Darkness sort of thing. The making of Little Bigfoot. <laughs> I, I see what you mean. I, and I'm starting to see sort of like the dimensionality of some of these characters, like how Lanya was both a, a an environmentalist and a veterinarian and an absolute predator. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I think the operate the operational order has to be. I know she says environmentalist first, so by her definitions, it's it's environmentalist, then veterinarian, then sex pest. Now, uh-huh. my and personal interpretation right? would be would be karate master number one. <laughs> she <Yeah>. does judo. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she flips that guy. She flips that guy over her shoulder like hunks. it's nothing. <laughs> And then never again. <laughs> and, then and, this never is, again. and this is just after her getting her arborist spikes off. <laughs> then I think personally. She's also uh, a professional rally car driver. Yes, she's a good driver. Well, we're talking about people's uh, sort of un uh, unexplainable driving prowess. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to talk about Peyton. Who is oh, you a, mean Peyton, the eleven-year-old, the eleven-year-old like, race a car driver? One racer? Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the funny thing is, unlike anybody else, there's a tiny bit of lip service paid to this, because when they go into town from the lake house, he wants to drive, and Peter doesn't say that's a stupid thing to suggest. You're nine. Yeah. He says no. I don't want you to. <laughs> yeah, not this time. Not this time, lead foot. <laughs> Where the hell did this kid from the burbs of California? learn yeah. how to drive uh well enough to throw off so the that entire, i think is uh, their a, attempt at a little bit of foreshadowing and i don't think it works until 
I was not expecting. I thought that was just a weird joke because Peyton's a weirdo about mm-hmm, wanting to right. drive. And then when they got in the car, I was not expect expecting a full blown like competent driver. Another uh, car chase. <laughs> another car chase. I thought I thought there'd be a car chase, and I thought that he would just be a bad driver, right? Like yeah, but then this that was would... a full blown <laughs> Hollywood car chase scene with an eleven year old. Guys, with a, a sixth grader at the I wheel. just, I have to, I know we're talking about the car chase a lot because it's such a large portion of this movie. It's were such they... a large portion. I said that I really wanted to see a supercut of every time that a car catches air in this yeah. movie because I think yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, a good like 45, 50% of the movie at least just a bunch of cars flying around. I mean, right? Yeah. Am I exaggerating? Are car chases free? So. Like, I've, I don't understand how this was what they sunk the whole budget into like was car because they don't seem cheap like car chases seem right. expensive yeah <laughs> uh, and and so i i just i i'm trying to i'm baffled by the idea that this car this i'm baffled by the concept that this movie is mostly car chases that mm-hmm. like they didn't know how to create conflict in the story other because they've got this horrible, horrible Bigfoot puppet, this horrifying creature that they don't want to show too much on camera, I guess. But like, so the rest of the movie is car chases. I, I, I feel I can't, I know I talk in a lot of superlatives, but I can't think of another long form, like, film that i have seen long for mm-hmm. movie um with this bizarre of pacing because yeah. it is so frantic and so unnecessarily stressful <laughs> so much of the time and there's so much yelling and it's so full of action and guns and car chases and stuff but it is still so boring for so much of it it's like yeah. it's it's lights on or lights off <laughs> yeah. where it's like <laughs> And yeah, there's also so, so much, there's so much repetition, um, it, like in the dialogue and also just in the narrative, like it's yeah. just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It's like, don't leave me. I have to leave you. Don't leave me. I have to leave you. Like, Maggie, you've got to stay here. Peyton, I'm scared. I've got to go. I've got to create a diversion. Peyton, I'm scared. If I don't go, they're going to get Peter and Lanya. I'm scared, Peyton. Max will be here. I'll take care of you. But Peyton... Yeah, <laughs> the comment that I made was, was this scene written by Philip Glass, which is, um, <laughs> you know, worth repeating. Um, <laughs> I, okay, uh, okay, yeah. okay, listen, w- let's just, let's just sort of try to get the chunks of the movie laid out. <laughs> we can try. Um, because, partially because, um, yeah, the first scene is this sort of very quick discussion Descent among the logger, the logger hunks about like <laughs> the baby redwoods that are being cut down and hey, you shouldn't do it. And we get Which, the uh, look, I get, we get that we're doing we're doing environmentalism for babies. It has to be clear and it has to be objectively black and white. I yeah. don't think any logging company buys land and then cuts down baby trees. It doesn't make any sense financially. Really. Baby, baby redwood <laughs> trees, baby redwood trees. Uh, are the size of lodgepole pines. Like, the ones that they were talking about were, like, two feet across. Yeah, it's okay. true. They did say that, but, like, I still stand by it. Like, you would still want mature trees, and you would still want 
you know, just to me, baby trees don't feel like the right call. But, I think they're trying you know, to they're, they're, they're trying to make metaphor. a point. That's what I said. They're killing yeah. babies just like they're the little Bigfoot. They're, they're baby killers. Little Bigfoot now, is also a baby, and they want to kill I, that too. I know we just said you want to try to stay on topic or stay on the you know the beaten path, and I want to go off again because here is another weird, interesting uh, twist. And unless I completely missed it, I believe this is the correct. A correct interpretation of the film. Yes. So, so the Bigfoots, the Bigfoots are on the on the logging property, and they believe there's bears. Yeah. So the bad guys want to go. The bad guys want to go kill the bears. Uh, right. It's just bad, but you know they also did the 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 quote unquote the Bigfoots did kind of break into the the logging, you know the the kitchen. Well, the land. Yeah. That's right. Little Bigfoot went. So I was like, say, the, the land was purchased and it happened to be where they live. But you're right. There's a scene. I, I'm, ju- I'm just Bigfoot. saying that from their perspective, the bears were coming into their dormitory and and like that's dangerous, right? Right. Yeah. Like th- this is not just a bear out in the woods. This is one that's coming into the house and eating things. Yeah, um, because the Mr. Largo has apparently has a bear bounty that anybody who kills a bear on his property gets a thousand bucks. So everybody which, yeah, sort of runs sort of out later. So the thing that I was interested by is at some point Peyton finds a dead baby bear with a knife in its back. <laughs> yes, it's this part is weird. Now Largo does not know the bear has been caught and killed. That there was a bear. Like there is somebody out there killing bears. It's like it's it's like this. It's like Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He does not know. He at no point in this film. This is what's so crazy to me. At no point in this film. Does he kind of get to be the cartoon villain who knows he's hunting Bigfoot? He no. really thinks the whole time he's hunting a dangerous bear. Yeah, and is yeah, never he, proven wrong. Well, it's like no. it's unclear. It's unclear. I think I know at the beginning he seems like he kind of like you know he believes the myths of the Bigfoot, but then then yeah, he doesn't. It's like oh, there's been then he's like you're an idiot if you whatever. believe what rumor you if you believe what rumor people say, then you're a bad person. It doesn't make any sense there, right? <laughs> Right. Not at all. Yeah. Not and so, no, the entire movie through his arrest, he thinks that it's just a bear. Yeah. Yep. And only the sheriff has seen a Bigfoot before. He's the only one who believes them. And none of the other characters, to my knowledge, ever meet little Bigfoot. No, no. no they go does, through a whole adventure. Does Peter? I was thinking about I that. Don't does, think does so. the older brother even meet little Bigfoot? The, the, or is it just the two so. youngest There's kids? a sort of, they start to believe the kids. It's clear that they're not like fighting them, that they're friends with a bear. Um, yeah. But like, no, they don't. Nobody ever sees Bigfoot except the children. And it's and they and they do this, this like magical music whenever we're alone with the Bigfoots. Yeah. I'm curious if that, you know, it's it's got a kind of uh, in terms of things that they've borrowed from. We've already mentioned a few um, escape to which mountain comes to mind as this sort of like secret fantasy for children in the middle of a normal grounded movie uh-uh. mm-hmm. yeah there's also no apparent concern about little children hanging out with grizzly bears, <laughs> with bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously like oh are, my God. I, I don't care if it's a bigfoot or a grizzly bear i mean i do that, that's <laughs> what the vet that's says right huge... that's what lanya says she's like well look it might not be Bigfoot, but that's definitely hanging out with a real bear at the very least. Like they're not <laughs> that you know, kills it's at least it's at least a bear. It might You'll be Bigfoot. Get, have oh you seen God. a Werner Herzog documentary? Because you will get completely eaten. There are so many times where there are children in 
severe danger. But for a <laughs> yeah. movie called over. Little Bigfoot, and for a movie with real Bigfoot monsters, this movie could be completely... You would not miss anything about the film other than this crazy monster. It could be a bear, and the same movie It could works. just be a, a, t- a friendly bear. It could just bear. be a, a friendly bear. <laughs> <laughs> it could, the movie could be called Little Friendly Bear and change nothing except nothing. slightly modify the horrifying puppet. Google it. Is there a movie that's called Little Friendly Bear? <laughs> we, can't, we can't will another movie into existence. We can't do this again. Um, the only reason I wanted to, to finish out... Uh, uh, the only reason I I want to finish out the the first scene is because it's the introduction of Mr. Largo, and I just the way that the movie introduces our villain, Mr. La- Mr. Lago, um, is he's wearing these snakeskin boots. He oh started the boots up. He's stepping out of the car, and then he, he has snakeskin boots. We don't know what his face looks like, and then he's got these two wooden balls. He has two wood like polished wooden balls that he holds in his hand like a contact juggler. That he just yeah, spins just around spins like uh, around, like, like the Goblin King. Yeah, Except like, also, like, they're supposed to look like wood, but they're stone. Yeah, right. they, they got to be like at the, least so heavily weight, varnished. Like the weight of them like and marbles. you hear them clack sometimes. Yeah. Like, they're definitely stone. <laughs> but they're, they're, I they're, think you're they're, right that they're supposed to look like wood. I think we believe that. They're easily, like, weird marbles. Um, right. But then it pans up to his face, and he's just a guy. I don't know. He's just like a bald. He's just a guy. He's he, such a flaccid for the, villain. For, he really yeah. again. I, I really liked his performance, but yeah, tie. like like considering his lieutenants are Snake Plissken and this sort of like monster man Smith, um, and some sort of Smithers lawyer who you know. <laughs> oh yeah, never the Smithers ha- lawyer, and then and then there's also the good logger, the logger with the heart of gold, who wears these sort of like. Uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas glasses. Yeah, oh, yeah the, there's the Hunter S. Thompson. Glasses. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't there supposed to be like some sort of like internal plot between the loggers against him? Wasn't there sabotage that that wasn't the environmentalist? I know that they wanted to blame like a couple trucks on her. Yeah, but then there was crashed. also a sabotaged like logging machinery too. Yeah, <laughs> she really did that. I think oh. it's a really quick shot, but the environmentalist actually does sabotage some some stuff. But it's conflated with it, it gets messy because they also are patently lying about having yeah, cars yeah, okay, wrecked yeah, yeah. by the environmentalists. So it's it ends up being really kind of confusing. I might have um, I might have glazed over that part, too, when she started doing karate. <laughs> exactly. I know. Um, yeah. So so these loggers are like sleeping out in the woods uh, mm-hmm. in their in their logging camp and they see a little they see little Bigfoot out the window and it's like, Hey, it's a bear. All right. Round up all the boys. We're going to go kill us a bear. And they, they do their first car chase of the movie by all chasing down little Bigfoot and the mother of little Bigfoot. And that's where gets the a good, mother she gets, gets a good clean hidden. She, she, that's the funny thing about these guys, uh, these Bigfoots is like, she doesn't like rip somebody's arms out of their sockets. Like a Wookiee. She just <laughs> yeah, punches, the, she just punches somebody's lights out one time. And runs off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, yeah, so the, the cars get totaled in, you know, in that car chase, the, the, the two escape, um, and they, and then the loggers tattle back to Mr. Lago (laughs) and say that, you know, oh, okay. We'll say that environmentalists did it, that they wrecked our cars and we didn't, we weren't just being idiots in the woods. Um, 
but there's also still a, I guess a bear and a cub out there and, and okay, if, if we, if we want to keep this land and not have it become protected land, we have to kill it so that the government doesn't find out or these pesky environmentalists. Uh, so we have <laughs> to greenies. like protect our land, the green environmentalist we- weasels. <laughs> we have to protect it with guns, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And that's then enter our family. Um, this, horrible family and at seven minutes and 58 seconds into the movie we get a bucket hat i predicted the movie would have a bucket hat the little sister I, is wearing a bucket hat with a flower I was so on it i'm so proud of you austin yeah it's like a, it's a blossom style hat. yes there's like a yeah. big sunflower on the front of it but yeah, then she immediately takes hat. it off i know and there <laughs> my hope for the movie it's died. kind of funny because this movie was filmed and made in the 90s and not a parody but it does it's so embarrassing to see all of the costume choices as if somebody was told make this an embarrassing satire of the it, 90s yeah yes. it looks like a period piece but also i kept writing things down and being like man there was so much yelling in the 80s like i feel like there's so much about this movie. like it was made in 1997 which is bananas but like there's so much about it that feels like an 80s movie mm. <laughs> well, they, like, do, they, yeah. they, they lean on i mentioned that at the top right they lean on this a lot of 80s stuff and and then they steal uh, directly from a lot of things like now in some ways, it was it would not be accurate to compare this to E.T., but boy, are they trying to steal a lot of the emotional beats without doing the plot of E.T. Oh, totally. for sure. Totally. For sure. And I was trying to figure out whether that... And then wh- they literally that... steal the ending for White Fang, which blew my mind. Oh, I haven't seen White Fang, but mm. that makes sense. Which is also the, how they the do... The boy with Harry the wolf, and, and he's like, get out of here, I hate you. I don't... You get oh you don't know yeah, that, yeah. You don't know okay that maybe I have yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah. it's they one do thing to homage it but to steal the dialogue straight from it was pretty pretty embarrassing yeah that's pretty transparent I just like what I couldn't tell was whether because I mentioned it, like it feels like such an eighties movie I couldn't tell whether this was uh, them making a movie in the end of the nineties um, with like delight and wanting to have it feel like an eighties movie <laughs> like or whether it was people who had not gotten their shot in the 80s and then now it's 20 years later from the beginning of the 80s to the end of the 90s um, and they want it, like, they, they're trying to recreate their... Sure. I don't know if it's reshoots or rewrites or whatever. The, there really are two competing scripts because the yeah. opening of this film is not at all like the the, the last hour. Yeah. Uh, no, the last hour feels like a desperate attempt to create a, a workable movie from everything <laughs> yes let's put a bigfoot in it we call it a bigfoot yeah yeah i mean i i definitely we have to do if we clip drop anything it has to be when the mom groups up the family at the beginning of the movie oh, and is like going? peter sit down peyton over here got an awesome surprise for everybody now you know i've been wanting to do something special since your daddy died daddy's not coming back is he no sweetheart he's not Maybe he's a policeman in the Twilight Zone. Maybe. But he'd be a good policeman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we are going on a real family vacation. In the mountains, all summer long. Fresh air, trees, a lake. Isn't that great? I'm going to start packing. 
who dreams of their dead dad being an angel police? It's yeah, exactly. crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just conjuring those images. But then, like in the next scene, like the second that we get into town, we meet like the hot cop sheriff Cl- sheriff Clifton, sheriff Nick Clifton, Call Nick Clifton, yeah, yeah. Nicky. Uh, which I, yeah, I mean, I that's insofar as this movie ever accomplishes. I like anything, the boys like, teasing their mom because she's definitely thirsty for this guy. Oh yeah. And they de- and and for a movie that just sort of like hung such an enormous bell on the dead dad thing, it was cool that they were down. And yeah, but also like, how long ago <laughs> Be happy, did he Mom. die? I don't it know. Really they... seems like it's been weeks. <laughs> like... Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to tell. Nobody has any observable trauma. No, um, except the mom. She looks wrecked. But yeah, you can't be like, I know Dad died five years ago, but now it's time for a vacation. They're setting they're setting up this sort of like you know. Uh, mourning, this sort of period of mourning for them. So it does seem a little inappropriate that she wants to go on hot dates. Yeah, exactly. There were so many ways, there were so many, like, missed connections as far as, like, things in the narrative, because, like, these kids lost a parent, and then they make this friend with little Bigfoot who is, like, in the process of losing a parent, and that could just as easily be a thing that would... Would, would like either ignite them to be like, we can't let him go through this or like, we understand because whatever. But instead they were just like, leave your dying mom. <laughs> we have us. this full blown like post-war you. Grave of the Fireflies scene where yes. the dying mother is in her cave eating pine cones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It yes. is, it, I was, it was pretty stark and I was kind of confused why, where they went with that. Because uh, it was grim. It was a. It was pretty it was fucking so grim. grim. And this pretty is bleak. this is not the human mother. This is the Bigfoot mother. Yeah, the Bigfoot mother. Um, who was probably the best actor in the movie. <laughs> Just so good. I. They had so much fun in that big suit, taking like really, really hard prop or what do you call them? Stage falls. Pratt falls. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Fall, yeah. So but I thought like that was falling wrong. into that log and the she, log. Like, <laughs> Just eating oh. shit into that log and the log like explodes. <laughs> so good. And like, ah, you're mortally wounded. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, okay. So so we cut back after like a bunch of, <laughs> you know, Mad Max car car adventures with the logging psychos. Um the family is on their road trip and uh, Peyton, who is our main character kid, uh, is playing Game Boy super loud. The car uh-huh. is chaos. Uh, the, the teen the adult car was so stressful is being, he's being shitty, but also not really because Peyton is such a monster. Peyton just rips ass. Peyton farts. <laughs> and, and they're all kind like, of a, oh, fuck. Oh, Peyton. <laughs> Peyton oh my God. Asshole. Mom, Peyton farted and a man it reeks. Peter, just poke your head out the window for a minute. Oh, oh Peyton, that's horrible. Such a pig. Yeah, it's such a weird scene because it's not like when he farts, it's not like a comedy fart. Like yeah. it just, it just <laughs> no, happens. Everybody, it just, it's not a funny loud fart. It's just made clear that he really, no, it's like really mom it Peyton farted, and then she's like, "Grow up, you guys!" And a second later, she's like, "Oh, holy shit! Oh, oh my god!" Dude, and like rolls down the window. You? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. Mom is not watching the road. She's driving no. incredibly dangerously. She is not in a good she is not in a good place to be on this long of a road trip with this. Right. Rowdy Peyton kids. seems like he should be seeing a veterinarian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I it's also worth mentioning that the Maggie, the youngest, the the girl, uh, is wearing an identical outfit to her mom. They're both wearing yes. a red top with overalls. Yes. And, you know, it's never commented on, but it is fascinating, right? <laughs> it is like, fascinating because when they arrive to the cabin where they're going, I mean, I guess before we before we arrive at the cabin, I guess we got to talk about the demise of Peyton's Game Boy just on the side of the road. <laughs> oh, we have to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because uh, Peyton is being such a shit and won't turn the volume down on the Game Boy and, and it's just blaring Peter. out. Yeah, he's fighting with his, his his brother. His brother throws the Game Boy out the window um, and it breaks and they just drive off. And, they don't and go it's back not, It's it. not a plot point at all. <laughs> Peter and Max don't have the, or Peter and Max, Max is the dog. Peter and Peyton right. don't have like, they don't have to rebuild their relationship after after this. Right. Uh, Peyton, like it, 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 the little Bigfoot doesn't find the Game Boy. No, it's a brief setback. It's a brief setback, but they make a meal out of it. Yeah, a full-size Game Boy, though, like, at that time, would have been, you know, at least above 150, 200 bucks. Well, by 97, we had the Game Boy Pocket, if not We would have the Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color, true. But still, I don't know, to just, like, to just eat that thing out the window and then just call it good. It was not cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. you would be in trouble. If I smashed He's my sister's Game Boy, I'd be I'd be in big I'd be in big trouble in ninety seven. His response is literally like, Oh man. All right, well what's next? Like Yeah, well it was like, Mom, Peter threw my Game Boy out the car and she was like, Knock it off, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. just... And then there's just the shot of there's just the shot of like the Game Boy in the foreground and then the van just like driving away into like increasingly distant focus. <laughs> yeah. We just never talk about yeah. it again. <laughs> like, yeah. The there's also the car is also where we first get the the Lord of the Rings connection. They get the Hobbit connection because oh I think God, it's Maggie yeah, who's reading book. uh reading the Hobbit, an illustrated the Hobbit that apparently has imagined hobbits as little Bigfoots, <laughs> as these <laughs> sort of like hairy trolls. Um that are covered like head to toe in hair and not just the feet. Um, and so she's like, oh, look, it's it's a little hobbit. It's, you know, and then which is why they call little Bigfoot Bilbo later. Eventually, but, which is implied. But you're right, Rory, that there is never any kind of naming scene or like setting. Right. Up it's not like that. Oh, he looks like, yeah. he's, just, he's just Bilbo now. Yeah, he's yeah. just Bilbo. They show up to the cabin. And sometimes little Bigfoot, but not as often as Bilbo. <laughs> they show up to the cabin after this like traumatic car ride. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful lake cabin and everybody's like oh what a dub. i know <laughs> yeah, and the boys yeah, so are like mean. this place sucks mom like this this totally blows um except maggie is like i love it mom in her like in her perfect matching outfit with mom like just absolutely yes. kowtowing um and like putting her own wants and needs aside so that she can please her mom. I'm very concerned about Maggie growing up in this environment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it also feels like the mom who is just exasperated and just needs an absolute break. She's really taking an L parenting these kids. <laughs> <Surely>. um, 
it seems like she's written the boys off. But maybe yeah, Maggie. She's like, well, maybe these kids Maggie, are a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, they're little assholes. I can't win. Yeah. But Maggie's yeah. a sweetheart, and maybe I can still save her. So yeah. we're gonna dress up identically, and maybe I can just mold her. I can I can force her to become like me. Yes. Although she's the most gr- she's she's the most like dirt goblin of them all. Yeah. <laughs> the oh uh, she uh, Maggie is such a miss because so. Uh, unfortunately, although there's some great hams from her, um, yeah, this is somebody's kid for sure, right? She can't act. Oh God, her way yeah. out of a I out mean, of a out of a <laughs> wet paper bag. And like, not every five year old actor can be Drew Barrymore, but this is she's real bad. She's not good. She's yeah. real bad, <laughs> even um, as a five year old. Like she's cute <laughs> as a button. Yeah, but she was not good. <laughs> she's noticeably bad, even for a child. She ha- she looks like she could be like a Funhouse Mirror Olsen twin. Yeah. So the scenes, the scenes that endeared me to her were like where she's rummaging through her garbage pockets for an apple. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like dropping, she couldn't find the apple, and she's just like throwing trash out of her pockets. <laughs> it's really funny to me, and then pulls out a full, a full red apple, and not like a little bag of slices. She was kind of gleefully sprinkling those like, like. Crust, yeah, I don't know, like saltine bits or and something. And then she yeah. does, she does the full, the full like fist pump in a pretty, <laughs> a pretty entertaining way. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. But otherwise, she's pretty bad. And and the writing doesn't help her because sometimes she's written like a toddler, and sometimes she's written like a sort of story kid, which is to say, an adult with a little body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's um, the one scene where she can't pronounce a basic word, and yeah, it was like that's... veterinarian or oh, no, environmentalist. Veterinarian, and then she points. They were at, like, at... "I want to be an environmentalist," and she's like, "I want to be a And she points at that picture of of a like a a goofy a goofy tourist picture of a Bigfoot, and is like, "Bilbo." Yeah. <laughs> also, like, the way that mono... she says the way that she says Peyton throughout. Um, it was, <laughs> it was very Benedict Cumberbatch can't say penguins. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody else called him Peyton. Like, the whole family, his name was Peyton. And she was like, <laughs> like There were a whole bunch of different ways that she was like, Peyton. <laughs> I'm not positive about this. I did listen to it a couple times, but it's a little, it's still a little unclear. There's a scene where it sounds like she calls the dog Max, Matt, and they just move on. Yes. <laughs> You caught that too? You heard that? Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> it's like, kid up. Maybe the dog was to keep her from looking at the camera. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Maybe the dog I'm, I'm, was like, like kid actors where they're like, hand them something so that they have business so they're not looking at the camera. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. my whole theory. I think that's yeah. what it's got to be. It's just like, all right, let's give her a dog. She's she's just killing it in, in a bad way. <laughs> it's going to be easier to have a dog on screen than wrangle this <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, apparently oh the old axiom of Hollywood, don't work with kids or animals, actually works if you combine them in the <laughs> yeah, right way. Yeah, they cancel each other out. Yes. Yeah, um, definitely. Okay, so at this point, uh, they, let's see, so so they, they, they went into town, right? Yeah, um, they went into town. Mom had swerved off the road. Uh, and they lost the muffler to the van and then the hot Which doesn't uh, matter at all. Sheriff. It's just an what? Yeah. Which is, yeah, doesn't I mean, matter at all. It's just an opportunity for him to pull them over and be cute. Yeah, exactly. So the, the hot sheriff pulls him over and, like, refers her to a garage to get her car taken care of, which we never see, but I guess maybe it happened. And then, uh, 
And then she's, yeah, thirsting after him, whatever. And then what the and then peter is like peter an likes the lake babes like, yeah he's like looking for babes and looking for lake babes yeah water skiing <laughs> lake babes yeah, yeah the jet ski babe <laughs> that we see for like one shot <laughs> um i also really was distracted by his little like black cross necklace that was way too tight around his neck so that it was just like it is it is your eye goes to his necklace it's true and it, when he it, and when he would talk and it Angel would like vibe. wobble yeah it would, <laughs> like, it would it would it would like reflect off of his adam's apple when he talked and so it would yeah. just sort of wiggle up and down <laughs> yeah so uh so peyton peyton has a scrape on his arm and I guess they don't have a regular doctor he can go to. So he goes to the veterinarian and that's where he. Well, she's just scoots about. She's literally just driving by and sees, sees his boy beef it and then takes him to her, uh, oh, her okay. vet clinic. Uh, that part kind of worked for me. And I thought it was kind of, you know, kind of not cute's not the right word, but like a nice little quirk of the town and the movie to have him sure. be patched up by the vet instead of hey, like, got a place instead of the ER. sudden close up on her boobs. Like, yes, I think it was it was from his point of view and it was like shot upwards at her. They're where trying she was to like make her the babe of this film. And then she like leaned in and it was just like fade to black. But the black is her boot. I thought the... I thought Peyton would be latching after her this whole movie, which they kind yeah, of play with a little bit, but not really. Yeah, um, there were. OK, in the vein of having that like weird sort of shot <laughs> like the cinematography in this movie was so strange like there were a whole bunch of times but like the first time that we see her was a shot from inside her backpack up at yes. her um or like the first time that we meet largo really when he's like in his office doing some big like pontification scene um there's like a just a taxidermy elk that like is right <laughs> over his shoulder and like yeah, it's there's like a, a whole... jump scare they just pan over to this weird elk. <laughs> kind of yeah and there are a whole bunch of like uh, there are a whole bunch of shots like that that are sort of, it's like someone's trying to be artsy, but there's no real, like, motivation and there's they no don't reason, really convey yeah. anything. Right. Um, there, but that happened a bunch of times where someone was like, oh yeah, I'm going to re- be a real cinematographer for this. <laughs> I and can same imagine. With the, same with the soundtrack. Like, there were so many, the soundtrack was so overblown. Like, it was, it was kind of its own character, but it just, like put the sauce on every scene (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it leans in really hard yeah Yeah. that's that that you're right amalia yeah the first time we meet the environmentalist is when she's i guess doing industrial sabotage um (laughs) eco-terrorism to to a power lifter or something it's unclear because again they're shooting it from the inside of a bag so we don't really get a good tracking on what she's actually doing and then she gets spotted and then we have our second car chase of the movie um, where, yeah, she does some judo flips on guys. <laughs> she flips them over her shoulder. Yeah, and then runs off to the car, and then yeah, there's this this other intense car chase that happens, and then I guess she escapes because she escapes into federal territory. She escapes into like federal land, but they're they're fully shooting her with guns. Like they're shooting after her. <laughs> yes. car. They're trying to yes. murder her. Yeah, this is actual with, attempted murder. With guns from their cars, and then they're like, ah, shoot, we can't follow her in there. That's federal land. Like, as if murder was just super cool, and the only thing that's... <sighs> and then she's yeah. just been fleeing for her life, and when she loses them, she's like, ha yes. <laughs> like, Time to hang out at <laughs> my veterinary clinic. Yeah, just like so 
It's also disproportionate. Here's another fun quirk of this movie that, again, feels like they weren't... I don't say even even in on the jokes are the right word. Everybody knows she's... Everybody in town knows she's the eco-terrorist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just funny to me that, like, oh, she's yeah. town yeah. eco-terrorist. <laughs> it's not a mystery. She does not wear a mask, and she gets caught all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she gets reprimanded all the time. <laughs> Hey, were you doing eco-terrorism again? No. She did say at one point, like, she she explained a thing where she was, like, she was, like, drilling holes in the trees or whatever, and it doesn't hurt the tree permanently. Yeah, it doesn't hurt the tree permanently, but it makes it useless for lumber. And, like, she just, like, explained her entire game. (laughs) Yeah. That that one moment felt like they wanted us to go out and spike some trees. Yeah. 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 Rule number one, (laughs) never talk to the cops. That's a huge mistake. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No, and I love that being a veterinarian is like her side gig. <laughs> that yeah. also, again, in narrative, never pays off. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't at all. She doesn't we'll heal the bigfoot, the wounded bigfoot. She doesn't oh like apply all of her knowledge of disparate animal physiology yeah, to heal. Chekhov's veterinarian never <laughs> actually goes off. <laughs> I was the only screaming. time it's pertinent to the story that she's at all a qualified medical person is when she decides to take Peyton into her operating room to give him a Band-Aid. Yeah. And that's the yeah. closest like we get to veterinarian mattering. Making yeah, sure that this... the bunny doesn't have permanent nerve damage on its ear. I guess because um, it's just no, like just... the most noble animal profession. Like It's sort of what they're going for. <laughs> yes. But the fact that we literally go through the entire movie having a critical character who is uh, arguably an animal who is lying wounded and dying in a cave. I know. And one of our main characters is a veterinarian and they never fucking meet. (laughs) You're so right. You're so right. (laughs) When it became, when it became clear at the end, like Austin and I were like seven minutes from the end of the movie. And I was like, sorry, how much more movie do we have to make this connection happen? Like, and when it became clear that that connection was not going to happen, like I was, rolling on the ground screaming yeah, like, yeah it was cannot... incredible I... <laughs> oh my god it's wild it so dumb. yeah it yeah so <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a major apparently the movie sets up that it's a, a major conflict that like hey my mother is hurt She's still hurt. She can barely walk. And when they're like trying to run at the end of the movie and like get her out of the cave or not, I guess trying to like, it's unclear. They talk about leaving her. She's, she's a goner. And then they're like, okay, well, we're going to make a run for it. I mean, you're gut shot, but like you're big. You're going to just make it happen. Suck it up. You're going to, you're going to do great. Yeah. There's also the and part then, where, like, there's also the part earlier do. in the movie where little Bigfoot is trying to bring Peyton and Maggie, like, to the cave to see his mom. Like, come here, I need help. And they're like, no, shut up. We're no, gonna go to we're our, at house. our house. You, you go to, your, go to house. your house. And little Bigfoot's like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Here's another <laughs> thing that I thought would happen, and it, it's not. It's not like. It makes or breaks the movie any more than anything else we've already mentioned. But it did it did stand out to me was um so little Bigfoot does finally get Peyton and Maggie to the cave to help tend for his mom. Mm-hmm. Um she is incredibly distrustful of humans and sort of, you know, a wounded animal lashing out, you know, mm-hmm. a cornered and wounded animal. Um I really expected Little Bigfoot to do something, just be like, hey, they're my friends. 
and he's just in the corner being being a little goblin. Just um, making he, goblin noises. <laughs> just, just making a lot of like, mouth sounds. He does not try to soothe his mom or protect his friends. He's just there like, hope this goes well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they're not even friends. Like, they don't, like, connect in any way. There's not, like, not a... Not really, no. Let's, you know, let's, Elliot, let's share the the candy bar or whatever, right? It's, it's like... No, they just sort of run, keep running into so each other. So, in this scene, had another inexplicable moment that, again, I attribute so I attribute way more than it uh, merited. But Is it the, the prop- two finger blood dip? No, that was we got to talk about that too, because <laughs> she she suddenly becomes you know a, g- a grizzled detective for a moment. Um, <laughs> no, before that, when she gains the mother's trust, before touching. Uh, the the wound. Her open wound. Uh-huh. Uh, she pulls from her pocket yet another apple. This time attached to a tree branch. <laughs> the branch. Like she's just out here stealing apples. Like some sort of absolute lunatic. Sort of woods Aladdin. <laughs> and also, like that was that was handled as if it were like a callback or like payoff on some kind of setup or something. Yeah. And the oh, remember only remember when he was stealing apples from the or tree? picking apples. Yeah. Nothing. But that's what I mean. Like, like the it, the payoff is that, or the callback is that one time, little Bigfoot liked an apple. We should, yeah. But what we should have seen in Act One is sh- they're in the woods. There's an apple tree, and she starts. She takes one. And Pete's like, "What are you doing?" You know, she's and she should be like, "Never know when you're gonna want an apple." And then not, <laughs> that's a yeah. little joke. But then right. we can establish that she. Has a magical ability to produce apples because she's just right, basic like, storytelling. To, yeah. She's just down to like steal apples whenever she comes by them. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and then yes, I she does were... lick the wound. <laughs> what I thought you were going <laughs> to taste say, the Rob. mother's blood. So the scene right before they're in the cave with Mom Bigfoot, um, they are sneaking out of the house yet again yes. um, because their mom is asleep on the couch. She tried to stay up and like sit watch so that they wouldn't She's sneak literally out. Literally sitting watch. Yeah. Again. Because and then there's several times moment. in this movie, several times in the movie, the kids are sneaking out and get found on the, on Largo property. They get kidnapped by Largo, get detained at his house by their own armed goons. And then they sort of brought leave. Brought home by the police. Yes. This has happened at least <laughs> twice. Two times now. There were, there were three interactions with the sheriff on the first day. There was yes. like the, yeah, there's like the, the muffler thing and the band-aid thing. And yeah. Um, no, but so as they're sneaking out of the house, there's this weird, uncomfortable now, moment, which again is too specific of a shot as far as the cinematography is concerned. Yeah, it's leering Peter, over. It's Peter, so weird. the teenage brother. It's voyeuristic. K- kisses, like, kisses kind of hard. His yeah. two, his two fingers, his first and middle finger, and then like presses that kiss onto his mom's cheek. And it's Ooh, like, he's trying weird, to not wake up. Yeah. I was trying to not wake up, but it's just like, why? That was so specific and so weird. It was weird. But then in the next scene, when we're in the cave with Bigfoot Mom, who is mortally wounded, um, then Maggie takes the same two fingers and like puts it in her wound and is like, look, she's bleeding. And like that, why? Why? <laughs> Dude, speaking of why, 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 Amalia? Can you imagine yourself in a position of some kind of authority, be that policeman, you know, service worker of, of some kind? Can you imagine a world where you arrest <laughs> all of a woman's children and then want to date her? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, 
sorry. It's a pretty small town. <laughs> like it's not it like depends one, on the there's milk. not one troublemaker. He has arrested every seed that this woman has produced. <laughs> it's a pretty small town, and she is. It fresh is a small blood. town. This so, is yeah. a new summer milk that, who's arrived, and he's already trysted with the local yeah, woman. Summer, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Austin, she's a summer milf. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happened so fast. Summer milf. Is full of what? summer summer's milf. Nope, never mind. <laughs> we have to stop. Andy, cut this. Cut this whole part. <laughs> if you say summer milf three times, she appears. <laughs> oh God, I did really love on on that note because they have that like weirdly sexy dinner together where mom mm-hmm. is like, "Okay, kids, get out of the house. Goodbye." And then like, yeah, mom needs some alone dinner. time. Kids, right? Kids, and, and like counts and like has dinner. <laughs> Has a candlelight sit down dinner at the house with the sheriff. And that scene starts with her saying, Sometimes I think that I'm not doing a great job raising three kids by myself. <laughs> I know. And then there's like no response. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. you're not. <laughs> you're not. You're struggling. You're, you're, you're not. That's an accurate assessment. <laughs> your, your kids are literally out committing yeah. more crimes right now. <laughs> <laughs> literally. She needs help. Please help her. Oh my god. Oh, actually, okay, before we're at that part, there there's <laughs> meanwhile, the meanwhile scene is that they're, you know, breaking into the Largo property and having more car chases. Um, there's a moment where Peter is in the car with Lanya. Um and <laughs> they're having like a car chase. And I looked at the timestamp because at 59 minutes and 20 seconds, there was the true, there was the thesis of the script that was stated outright in the words of Peter. Peter says, okay, maybe we should just stop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. the thesis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really should have. Yeah. It, every so relationship this... in this movie is nothing. <laughs> Everything this, everybody like, does besides the kids, and even then this bo- this will be debatable, but like nothing anybody does but them has any pertinence to the plot of saving little Bigfoot. There is uh, no depth of any they kind. They don't the kids don't even not, save little Bigfoot. No, they no. don't. But Peter's not even trying to. He's just trying to impress a babe by getting a getting a logging boss in trouble. Yeah, which you know I we've mean, all been there, but like, <laughs> sure. I mean, homes amongst. Look, us everybody wants to take not. down a CEO and impress a babe, and if you can do two things at once, why the fuck not? That's a yeah. summer right there. That's a summer. Everybody That's wants a hot to milk land summer. an environment, <laughs> and she is a hot, by by comparatively, she's also a milf because he's a child. Right. He's a, yeah. and she's in, apparently in a full ass veterinarian. In porn years, she's a milf. Full ass veterinarian. Um, yeah, she's a whole ass veterinarian. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say in teenage years. <laughs> like, <laughs> 25 <laughs> is old to 16, right? Like, yes, that's too a old. Big, yes. That's a jump. That's a yes. jump. Yes, it's inappropriate. It's, it's not a okay. threshold. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And so she's a vet, and she never helps. And she never gives him any. She never puts <laughs> out after no, after she spending never, this. She never helps the gut shot mom who sits in the cave dying for the whole. Oh, I thought we were talking movie. about poor Peter. Never gets any. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's married. Be, he's married to the church. That would be extremely, <laughs> extremely inappropriate if he did get any. 
of any kind. Yeah, I mean, but but they would have to get married first, according <laughs> to his church Christian church. values. He was, all, he was all ready to have a sexy but he's, young life. Now, summer. to be fair to to the viewer who can't see this movie, he's probably he's one of the least believable teenage actors I've ever seen. He looks forty. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, but here's the thing. So, Rory, you said the listeners who cannot see this movie. Here's 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 the thing. <laughs> we watched this as a video on YouTube, and I know you can see it. There are over two million views. Wait, really? On Little Bigfoot. Yes. There are two million views on this video. Wow. I I bet because it's just on the YouTube Kids yeah, playlist. Yeah, it's just a full feature film for kids, yeah, on Yeah, YouTube. like everything that's marked YouTube Kids basically gets thrown into the big, like, chum box, like in the big rotation for kids who just, you know. It's just playing glue finger hit yeah hit next next video or whatever. it's like autoplay and it just you know play-doh videos get like 18 million views per video okay here's the thing i'm gonna pull up little big foot uh oh, big foot and full there's movie. a sequel okay yep. hold on little big foot wait now i i saw this when i read the wikipedia and now you're now you're tainted amalia because i was gonna throw this out and i got sidetracked austin what do you think Big, Little Bigfoot 2 is about because it is about the most stereotypical 90s sequel uh, title I can imagine. Uh, is it something like The Journey Home or something? It's literally exactly word for word <laughs> the name. Is it The Journey Home? I, I think I've seen that. <laughs> oh, you saw it. Fair enough. I, um, but not recently. Yeah. I pulled this up because I wanted to see the comments on it but comments are turned off but i will say it has yeah 1.9 million views it was posted two years ago to this channel it has eleven thousand likes and no dislikes wow well they don't show they just they took dislikes away yeah they took my dislikes away because i just (laughs) disliked it so that was a gremlin (laughs) they're disliking videos letting everybody know i just want like, I, I want to believe that there is some faction of people that just, like, watch this movie on repeat and just, like, like and like and like and like and like <laughs> it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love to believe that. Um, so I, I, the, I, do, I do really want to talk about, the, honestly, I have almost very little else I have to talk about, but I do want to talk about the scene. The second hour is so much sloppier. The first hour, while bad in its own right, is a pretty consistent paint-by-numbers first act of a film. And then it's the like entire second bad. hour... more car chases than it should. Yeah. But, yeah and then the entire yeah. second hour is... is re- there's really no second and third act. No. So, it's just no. a movie. So, yeah. So basically, like... The it's it, and it's also this is going to get tricky because and the reason we kind of fell apart at the scene by scene breakdown is because from here it really gets hard to track exactly what everybody's goal is because it's really just quick dialogue that leads into the next car chase. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> because because I guess so, you know, at this point, they've uh, the two kids, the youngest kids have been apprehended by Largo. They've gone back. Um and they insist that, uh, you know, Little Bigfoot is real. They saw a Little Bigfoot out there. It's super important. And they want to go, I guess, save him or find proof or something. They just want to go back out and find him. And 
So they go together with the environmentalist and she's like, oh, I can if I can see him, then I can help save him and we can help get this land, you know, marked as protected or something. (laughs) They might not even be that specific with the with the plot goals. Um, So they all go out. Uh, the the family, the kids, the dog, and the environmentalist uh, in her car. They drive out to the woods, um, and then they pretty quickly get separated because they're looking <laughs> for little Bigfoot. They don't find him, and then the hunters show up. And when they show up, then the 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 group splits. Right, so the environmentalist and the older brother Peter they leave in her car. They leave the kids behind. And then Peyton decides to leave his sister, his baby sister, <laughs> behind in the woods alone. Um, she as can't even bikes. say environmentalist. <laughs> she should she's not. a baby. She's going to get eaten by a grizzly bear. She um, is. Or, or a big, big Bigfoot. I don't know. But he, he literally just ditches her in the woods as he rides his he bike. He does leave her in the woods. And he does a separate bike car chase. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to just he's trying to out. create a diversion. Yes. <laughs> and that I think at that point is the fourth car chase. At least, yeah. Yeah. Um and then, you know, at that point they spend a little more time with little Bigfoot like Peyton before finding his sister, Peyton and little Bigfoot sort of hang out with some tree stumps. Um, <laughs> yeah, they go see they go see like the sad chopped down baby redwood trees. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's, I don't know, a bunch of bullshit for a while that where they go home and they I guess they have some conversations and sneak out again, whatever. But this is the part where the movie kind of decides that it needs to be act three and it needs to resolve because all of a sudden we have a scene of Largo telling his goons like, I want everybody out there. You got to go and do stuff. I don't know. Get out there. And I want then, a rifle in the hands of every one of my employees. For what reason? I don't know. Because we're going to find this grizzly or we're going to shoot the kids? Gotta, I don't know really. Because we got to up the ante on Act Yeah, because we got we to gotta bring this thing home. Uh, and and then after he gives that line, it does a an immediate focus on a bottle of Bushmills <laughs> <laughs> whiskey that's sitting on his his nightstand or something with a glass next to it. Just crystal and clear. Yes. It, and it's such a strange, like, is it trying to indicate that he's been drinking Bushmills? <laughs> like, is well, it a Austin, product placement? But remember earlier in the movie, we were in that same living room and it was like when the teenagers were getting detained and there were two bottles of Bushmills on that table behind him. And I was like, ugh, he drinks Bushmills. That's right. Like, yeah. And I did not expect it. I thought that was just like set dressing. I definitely did not expect it. But that <laughs> Honestly, was the Bushmills those... has a better character arc than most of the characters in this <laughs> yes! movie. Yes! But that was another one of those like weird cinematography choices where they were yeah. like... It like seems like it should be significant, but I think it just isn't. Also, I didn't check in the credits whether Bushmills was thanked, but I'm sure they were. Oh yeah, I would assume. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I don't know. Is it? Is it oh, like? Oh, he's so been drinking. Silly. Watch out! He's been drinking whiskey. I don't or like. Or like, you guys go get the thing, and I'll sit here and drink. I don't know. The scenes need. The scene needs a button. Should we focus on the Bushmills? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it was just like an outro shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this I mean, is somebody the part put it the... there. It's just, you know, it's not like it's not like somebody forgot to clear the Bushmills from from the set. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, it's but been why? sought out. It's just 
baffling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay, um, so the final car chase. <coughs> yes, the scene. fifth car chase. Um, for a movie for a movie that is so full of car chases, um, this one really takes the cake because they're doing the same chase that they have done for the whole movie, but it ends with a truck launching into the <laughs> lake and launching with like big air. <laughs> Big into air. the lake and two perfectly synchronized stunt people uh launching at a diagonal out of the driver and passenger seats and landing with perfect 10 point pencil drive pencil dives it's, it's really silly into the lake. it's in, and it's, it's all in probably the single most embarrassing shot of the film because they clearly <laughs> set it up just to do it probably just to put it they, in the trailer but right. i don't they remember it if it's in the trailer but also, and they're so proud of it. Like, that's the climax of the movie. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense because this, this nine-year-old, this seven-year-old has just, has just, you know, uh, completed the turn. No problem. Oh, yeah, because this is when the kid is driving. Oh, yeah. And the kid, yeah. Peyton's driving. And a baby and then, is and, driving. And, and they the just like eat it on this corner. He's a professional and And you could have, and, and like, you could have, again, set this up in a way that's still corny, but believable. Like, he, you know, he rips it around the corner and sprays a bunch of dust and rocks in their windshield. But we don't have that shot, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah, they don't clear the corner. They just launch off the cliffside into the lake with a perfect slow motion landing from both and stuntmen. And here's a weird thing about that entire car chase. This was so weird, so deliberate, <laughs> so completely unnecessary to anything that comes before or after it. The entire time... <laughs> Peyton is race car driving. He's up little Bigfoot's ass about taking up too much space in the middle seat. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is, is it not? It, it was way more than three yes, times. And he's is. like, scoot he's the like, fuck over, little Bigfoot. He's like, <laughs> it's super weird. Like, he's on my side. Like, it's like they're setting up for little Bigfoot to accidentally make him crash, which doesn't happen because he's an excellent driver. Right. And yeah. also, like, he, he, this little kid actor is physically not tall enough to reach the pedals. Like, no, he, no. Like, there's no way, there's it's, no, like, it's glossed of over. The, I was no, looking like, for, I was waiting for some sort of, of short round seat. moment, right? Where yeah, he's got exactly. blocks like, on his feet, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's, like, not. It's just understood. Or little Bigfoot could be operating the pedals. That would be fine. (laughs) All kinds of options. It's just understood (laughs) that he's 11 and a professional quality driver. So, he's a pod racer is what he is. Yes, absolutely. This is pod racer. Was that car a stick? I I feel like it was a manual. It it felt like it was a stick. No, it was fully manual. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's definitely a couple moments early. They, They give it up to kind of switch to car chase nonsense. But yeah. early on, when he's pulling out of the out of the logging y- yard, he's definitely driving a manual. Yeah, it's like three on the tree. <laughs> because, and, and I need to stress this. So this final bank of scenes, I guess, is ju- <laughs> it, it does not involve Peter. It does not because uh, the environmentalist, what Anya Lanya, 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 taken to prison. I guess has been taken to prison by the police, by the police guy, because because <laughs> uh, Lago was like. All right. I'm now I know my rights. to the and... police station and make sure you book her. I'm going to watch. Which I don't think he her. can do. Because they no, spend 15 minutes legal. talking about legal and property rights and like, you know, boring shit that doesn't matter. And yeah, it's like, okay, we're going to go get deal with you, the police station. So she's out of the movie. She's done. 
yeah. the brother <laughs> is not in the movie. The mom, not in the movie. All of this, all this stuff is just Peyton and his sister Maggie and but little Peter's Bigfoot. Peter's on a black ops mission to deliver the camera to the sheriff. He's but on we don't an know important mission. <laughs> we just do know gone. that. He leaves the house with the camera to go do this. Okay. Although, okay. although this is supposed to be at the dead of night, and then the rest of the film takes place during the day, which is in broad just daylight, right? Sloppy, it's but also, whatever. Unclear. Where does the dog end up during all of this? He stays with I Maggie, right? He's Maybe. in he heaven, being a police dog <laughs> with their dad. <laughs> <laughs> so it would seem. Um, but okay, so so after after the you know uh, Peyton steals the the truck from the logging camp and he escapes or whatever the guys go in the lake. Then, uh, he has to, he wants little Bigfoot to leave. Cause it's like, okay, I didn't actually think any of this through. I don't really want to hang out. Like I live in a house, like in California, <laughs> you can't come with me or anything. So you have to go. And this is when the white Fang, Harry and the Hendersons kind of thing happens where it's like, leave, you gotta go. I hate you. You have to leave. And he throws a pine cone with just the worst toss and it I just kind of hits Bilbo, him. And sti- I hate you. Yeah, I hate you, Bilbo. You gotta go. Um, and and they both sort of I don't know emote at each other. Uh, he he starts crying. Oh, what what could Bilbo have been kind d- of funny? Does his weird lip lip yeah. curl animatronic oh lip curl? Yeah, with his with his cloudy lifeless. And, and, eyes. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't make him cry, so they just kind of like <laughs> put water to like come out the mouth. His eyes look <laughs> it's like awful. pool balls. But yeah. you know what could have been a kind of cute moment um, to at least at least pay off this this absolutely stolen moment, uh, because he's literally doing White Fang. It would be funny to find out like he read the book because his mm. sister, who is right next to him, is not in on this shtick. She's like, no. "No, I love you. Come back. No, I, I love you. <laughs> I love you, Bayfoot. <laughs> I love you." I love and you, he's Bilbo. like, no, shut up. We're doing White Fang. He doesn't say that. <laughs> it's very confusing to this poor little Bigfoot. Yes. Yes. And, and so like, he I'm walks really away. He's like, I'm mixed messages. He's like, yeah. I literally, I left my dying mom because you told me to. <laughs> so, like. Yeah, his mom is dying in a cave, apparently, or, or tried to get up and is like biffing it on a log, <laughs> trying to find her child. <laughs> she biffed it so hard on that log. <laughs> And then, and then Bilbo, little Bigfoot, steps in a bear trap and almost gets his leg completely gored. This part um, didn't make any sense to me because th- yeah, we no. don't see this. Res- it's not resolved on camera. Right. No. 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 So, and then, uh, uh, okay. So then the, um, the, the son Vincent shows up again for his last, you know, 30 seconds of screen time. Because I guess at one point it lingered to him just hunting and trying to shoot a deer and he couldn't do it. It's so funny. He's like, oh. he's like a foot away from a deer. I was just saying, he's he's like, not, oh, I can't do it. so close. <laughs> and he can't do like, it. makes it him like, seem almost more an, incompetent than environmentalist. Yes. 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 It just, it was at an arm's length. It was like he got spooked. <laughs> oh my God. Well, who could make this shot? <laughs> right. Deer was right. Okay. Right so but we get also, that. That is that is in contrast with the scene where Lil Bigfoot had like a 
taming the wild, I don't know, in touch with nature because he is nature moment with Peter where they like make friends with a deer and then Peter's like petting the deer. And I like, <laughs> I was viscerally cringing because I was like, oh God, do you know how many? Yeah, he's, he's got this man? sort of, like I said, he's got this sort of like weird Lorax undertone that is completely <laughs> unaddressed in the film, but he does oh weep God. for the trees and is in touch with nature. Yeah. Sorry, Austin, I think I cut you off. No, it's it just that the the Vincent stuff is so weird because the It's so weird. It's just it's so unearned. Because he shows up again and I can't remember because I'm confusing a few things because there's like a shot, there's like a guy who's about to shoot little Bigfoot even though they still don't know it's a little Bigfoot because I guess it's is it far they enough still away think this it's time. A bear. <laughs> yeah, they still think it's a bear. I no, guess cuz they're not right next to that's it. That's when but... he's stuck in the bear trap and the guy's going to shoot him in the fucking face. Right. But is that when Vincent, is that Vincent or that's another guy? No, that's, that's the, the sheriff. The, that's the. Yeah. That's, the, so that's like behind I mean, it's the mountain. One of the, so. It's one of the loggers. It's one of the, the loggers. Okay. Yeah. Fucking it's work him. So they're behind, they're on the other side of this, the crest of like a, a hill. Bluff. Yeah. And then, and then Vince is with his dad and his dad either points a gun or makes some sort of gesture. And he's like, no, enough is enough. But he, right. he, they, for all we can tell, uh, they are not within eyeshot of Little Bigfoot. Okay, but no, so I, I'm not so sure that if that was supposed happens, to be in the script yes. or whatever. Yeah, so that that's like one of the redemption moments that this one his son has, which is so is so weird because I mean it's weird for a number of reasons. But like two scenes ago, the last time we had screen time, right? He's failing to kill a deer. The scene before that. He's just being his regular douchebag self with a veterinarian being like, huh, I'm going to go hunting. I like killing people. I'm cool. And then she's like, fuck off. Uh, and then I and guess then he punches the desk really concerningly. Yeah. And then I guess he's had all of his character development in the 45 minutes since then. Uh, yeah, he's like, JK, I'm redeemed. And then he's redeemed. And he's like, no, dad, I won't do this for you. I'm going to go back to Vassar or whatever and do a hate crime. I don't know. Like he's, you know, he still sucks. We assume. Um, but like that happens. And then the day seems to be saved because the guy, some other logger goes off to go shoot. And then we hear a gunshot. We think little Bigfoot's just been iced. Uh, and then the cop heads over the hill and he's like, I'm here to save the day. And also, Mr. Largo, you're under arrest. I'm, we got all the evidence and everybody shows up. Mom shows up. The brother shows up. The environmentalist shows up. Yeah, they're just I guess like having all, a thing in a parking lot. You, you know what's yeah, funny to me? I guess they've me. all done another part of the movie that we didn't get to see. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this is all of the, there's these other movies that we don't see. But you know what's funny to me about him going to Vassar uh, <laughs> or like any of this sort of like lower pantheon of, of Ivy Leagues? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's oh, a brother. fictional. Here we go. He's a fictional character. Like you can get into Harvard if you write it. You just write <laughs> he goes to Harvard. <laughs> like it's so funny that they Maybe just they set the. That they they was just more they just believable. they cut him out. Under, they cut him out. Like they he cut him out from under the knees. School. Like before before anything. Like for no reason. <laughs> it's fictional. He can go. He can go to the moon to school. You go to school yeah. on the moon. You can write that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> sure the show, maybe the script was written by somebody from like a rival school of Vassar, so they wanted to make sure that the asshole like uh, had a, had a name check of the rival. I school. like it. I that like makes it. Sense. Uh, uh, the there's another moment that is really confusing here 
where <laughs> uh, when when the police is when the policeman is laying out the case against the evidence against uh, uh, Largo, he's like, <laughs> well, we've got all the receipts, basically. And he says, we've all got all the proof. And then who shows up? The one random guy who looks like Ted Bundy who decided to not participate in the evil logging at the beginning of the movie. It's not Bundy, he says, it's now he's come forward and he's redeemed himself. And he's like, yeah, I, I turned it all over. I've got, yeah, he's proof. like, Oh, by the way, I had like a whole redemption arc while you guys were looking. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, you couldn't have combined that with the sun. You couldn't have like, because it's essentially the same shit. Like it's the he same. Had no individual character to begin with. No, no. And he's not in the movie. <laughs> no, he <laughs> was just like a unwarranted mole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's basically the ending because, you know, at well, runtime. One, one of the very, very last seconds is that they're having sort of like a pullback shot in the parking lot and like everybody's there and it's like big finale, whatever. And as they're pulling away. The mom's voice goes, will somebody tell me what's going on? And then Peyton says, it's a long story. <laughs> like, you should care I'm more like, about what's mom. been happening. Same mom. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you should care more because, yeah, we find out that uh, Nick, the, the cop, also knows about the Bigfoot, but he's sort of being coy about it. He's like, oh, yeah, I know about the fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. Don't you tell a soul? Hey, kids. Hey, little ones. Don't tell anybody about the Bigfoot. We're going to leave them alone. We're, we're going to not help them. They're going to wander off into the woods <laughs> together because I guess they're fine. They're both wounded. Forget about uh, the bear trap on the child. Forget about the, the gut wound on the mom. They're good. <laughs> Forget you ever saw them. And let's roll the credits. And also like the ultimate adult villain line of like, let's keep this our little secret or however he said it like let's yeah keep this between us like no yeah. that isn't that's not allowed that for, for <laughs> you know starting off being their new dad with uh, a line <laughs> like that is bad <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah and 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 that is when yeah you realize that the veterinary never helped them Mm-mm. the 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 threat is never nobody really did anything resolved never addressed yeah it's never addressed that's it feels like this was the best they could do yeah overall i, do, this I don't understand no harm no foul they <laughs> yeah. put all their eggs in the car chase basket and and, and the little bigfoot basket. leaves supposedly alone potentially with his mom maybe but it's an unclear which is the exact state he was in at the start of the film <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah no one changed. no one has changed yeah, they arrested or the logging guy. The yeah, loggers, we're, yeah, are going to keep the lo- farm. Oh, the loggers are in trouble, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, loggers are in trouble, but yeah. overall we're just back over the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, they're I mean, you know, maybe maybe their mom is going to hook up with a cop <laughs> uh, who isn't an angel cop. Yeah. I'd be pretty. But sick. I don't know. I mean, we don't. Do they? Do they go home? Are they? Are they going to spend the summer? Are they going to move here? I don't know. Even, their well, date's incredibly also... tame, and he and he maintains professional boundaries throughout. And when he interacts with the kids from then on, like it seems like he was not going to hit it. <laughs> mm. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know. He might. I'm not saying he couldn't hit it. 
I think I think she'd give it up for hot cop Nick Nick Clifton. Oh, she's dying for it. Did you see how? Did you see that tablescaping? She was so ready for it. Um, <laughs> uh, I there's also a little bit of as they're having sort of like, you know, throwaway conversations in that last scene um, when she's like, "Well, somebody tell me what's going on." Um, there's someone else that's like, "It's gonna be a crazy summer" or something, and like, there's no real indication of how many days this has taken place over, but it's not very many. No, they're scheduled to be there for the whole summer. <laughs> there's no, there's no montage that would suggest this takes place over more than forty eight hours. Right, yeah, exactly. And then yeah. what? They're just not gonna see little bigfoot again in that time <laughs> he's just gonna go see what's up with jet ski babe <laughs> <laughs> hey uh you like god <laughs> yeah we're just gonna hang out in this like <laughs> i touched a bigfoot <laughs> yeah he's just gonna we're just gonna hang out in this like quasi bavarian town he's just gonna be like open the eyes of my heart lord <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys are youth group kids. Uh, no, not no. not Christian. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go to a wrap up. I think we got to wrap this up. I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, everybody, we wow. did it! Wow! Amalia? Wow! 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 Oh my I'm goodness! So happy. Me too. This was chaos. I'm so glad that I could be here for this beautiful mess. Yeah. We're glad yeah. to have you. There's just, uh, there was, I can't believe so much and no, no, nothing happened in this yes. movie. It was so, it was so high octane and such low stakes. Yeah. It, it's like it was pumped full of air where you're like, <laughs> I'm taking a bite, but nothing is in it yeah you know um but it doesn't taste good like with those arrow chocolate bars those are great oh those are this sucked this was bad (laughs) i mean i just i can't believe he didn't meet little bigfoot until 38 minutes in that one of the main characters was a veterinarian (laughs) and we could not manage to get they were environmentalists first and a veterinarian (laughs) second They couldn't have made that part more clear. <laughs> she was like circle of life. This is how it should be. I'm not here to yeah. interfere with nature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh I mean, just God. what a what a failure at every level, basically. Oh man, there was a moment, like there are maybe like a few scenes at the beginning where I was like, okay, this is going to be like a fun bad movie. Like this has all the makings. Of being a delightfully bad movie. And it just, as it went on, it just got, it was just bad. (laughs) The amount of time that's given to a logging company's, like, legal standing and property rights is... Yeah, like, legalese. (laughs) Yeah. And that little Smithers, the little Smithers character, Charlie, who was was like... Charlie, He was constantly just making sure we know that, like, the law's a thing and that there are... They're aware like of it too. Simultaneously, too high status compared to the villain that he was backing. He's wearing up. a full suit um, in the woods. Yeah, and he was also not likable. Like you want to have a little bit of love for like the minion, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, totally. Just, like, mm, 
nothing. It should have been the son, right? We should have combined those two characters. The son went to Vassar to be a corporate lawyer to protect his dad's logging company. Yes. Yeah. And combine him with the Ted Bundy guy. Combine three characters into one who actually does something. Yeah. You know, like so many people could have merged just to, I don't know, get anything done to have an arc. Of any kind. There's really no point of Peter in the end, right? Because the no. one important thing no! he does is teleport off screen to get the camera. He can to the drive sheriff. legally, but which yes, <laughs> he can drive legally. <laughs> and how would you but even have that is not only chases. a minor impediment? They're in the woods. Yeah. They're in the red woods. <laughs> I think I think Peyton can drive without too much too much. Well, though this the sheriff is is circling the wagon around his around their mom, so he might need a little a little buffer. No the only the person who doesn't actually Clifton. do a car chase is Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> is literally, I guess, and the mom. The mom isn't part of a car chase, but. Yeah, well, I mean. But she, she drives is, that though. van pretty hard. But she, she is, drives though, that van. She's driving, she drives the van off the road. Yeah. That's true. Because little Bigfoot she runs drives, across the road. She puts, she stuffs it into a ditch. Oh, <laughs> yes. my God. Little Bigfoot runs across the road. So I. I I wanted to mention this a couple times and we kept, uh, kept going different directions. Oh, yeah. So every scene we see of Little Bigfoot in the entire film, he's doing this odd skip saunter. He's got a, yes. a, a weird motion. Yes, he canters. Uh-huh. He canters, sure, <laughs> like a horse a canter. might. It's a canter. It's as fast but as that person can move in that fully costume. sprints across the road at a reasonable clip. Yeah, because he doesn't want to get hit. At the beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then for the rest of the film, he is he's lost the ability to run. So he's yeah, always for, skipping everywhere. For the rest of the movie, he is full-blown Jimboree. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just not a choice. God. It's just not a choice. Like because they there's multiple shots of it too. It's not like they just, you know, we need to make it believable that he can go across the, the car so we'll go a little fast. It's like one, two, three cuts of him. Bust an ass down down this road. Okay, but okay. I need to I need to aim us towards the finale here, because uh, we're 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 almost we're going two hours along, in. I know. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> but it's That's little fine. Bigfoot. It's, it's little Bigfoot. We gotta give it that. No, here's also, what I want to say. Sorry, Andy. I've got a bunch of background noise on this part of my track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, because this movie is on YouTube. I think we have a question for our listeners. Is this worth watching? If you have an hour and 35 minutes, should you watch Little Bigfoot? Um, mm, no. No. No, I, I, I broke it up over a couple of viewings. You guys watched it with friends, you know, with drinks or some or some doobage, perhaps. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But, but like, straight up, you would no. be better served to actually just watch E.T. You, you could or, also or watch, watch Little Bigfoot Alpha. 2. Or White Bang. Or watch, yeah, <laughs> sure. Or what, like, like all of the, all of the movies that this scene, or the, oh, sorry, all of the movies that this film steals tropes and plot devices from are better than this movie. Oh, a thousand like, percent better. This movie is not as good as the sum of its parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I have hope for Little Bigfoot too. The journey home. Yeah, is when are it? we recording that? Right, we gotta watch that. One. <laughs> we we can't make it. promises the, because the we Wikipedia link is red. I'm not sure if it got made. It says it was followed 1998. Shall we? Wow. Shall we? Go, shall we check the YouTube? Let's uh, see. I, uh, live on air. I, is there? I just want to see. Does, I started does, watching the German version. 
Oh, has he found something? Yeah. Uh, Little Bigfoot 2. The Journey Home. Yeah, I see the German one, too. With, uh... I know this actor. The kid. Oh, they got they um, got that kid? Uh, we're, we're... I, yeah, I don't know my name. So we'll, it's we'll a different all this, kid? All this junk. How uh, are they gonna do Peyton dirty like that? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, listeners, if you do watch Little Bigfoot 2, please let us know how it is. Uh, I will not be seeing it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to watch uh, it right now. I'm okay. Gonna, like, well, that's great. I'm going to like pop a big bottle of Bushmills. <laughs> going to have some Bushmills. Good. <laughs> Just some Bushmills on ice and watch. Uh, take myself on a journey home. Great. Amalia, thank you so much for coming on, for joining Man, us. I love you guys. This is great. Uh, we love you too. I love you this too. This was insane. This was this was wild. What a what a madcap way to spend an evening. Madcap, absolutely. Yes. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's that's it, man. That's I have nothing else to say. Otherwise, we'll be here for another hour. Um Hey, you know what, you guys? Uh, not only will I see you next Tuesday, I will see you next year. Oh my God. Oh my God. We are recording this just before New Year's, so. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. For, yeah, for us. When you, you hear it. Aha! Time zones. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we love you. Take care. Be, be good. Be good to the, be kind to the little Bigfoots in your life. Be the little Bigfoot you, you want, want to, you see wish to see in, in the world. The yes. <laughs> and we'll see you next Tuesday. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.